Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light. And it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness, which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love, and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. So, hi everybody. I'm just going to turn the sound up because the wind is very wild here today. <laughs> So I'm hoping that the sound is okay. I just turned it up a little bit. Like I said, it's quite wild here today. Ah, uh, hello, Gainer. Hi there. Hi. And Erin. Oh, hi, Erin. Fantastic that you're here. Thank you. Oh, great. Thanks, Gaynor. The sound is good. Thank you. So, if you just enjoy the nature sounds while we wait everybody to connect. Hi, Suzanne. Hi there. Hi, Joanne. Nice to see you here. Ah, oh, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hello, hello. Gorgeous to have you here. And just give me a moment or two more. Just to see if anybody else is going to connect live. Just enjoy the space. I've actually just um, finished a ceremony. Um, to do with Venus so I was set up for that so I kept everything out so just absorb this beauty this natural beauty oh hi Josie I'm glad you're here so the topic that I'm bringing today is the soul and like any discussion in relation to spirituality in the mind and spirituality in the body the concept the idea of the soul is a huge area So the reason that I have brought my totem pole, quite a patriarchal um, image, is that it's quite a good visual of one way of looking at the soul. So we know by definition that the soul is the spiritual or immortal part of being. We also know that the word soul is used to discuss an energy that can be brought to a task. 
So they embraced it, for example, with their whole heart and soul. So the word soul is used to show life and energy, but it's also the name given to the immortal part of ourselves. Now you will have your own very distinct and unique relationship with your own soul. So I'm just going to talk really broadly about um, kind of concepts and ideas on what the soul is and where it's come from. But you, remember, are the expert in yourself. You carry all of your own wisdom. And so run it through your own filters, your own um, religious or spiritual disciplines, your own learning and your own felt sense. That means your own lived experience. Hi, Jenny. Can we all just spend a second um, giving some respect to Jenny, who is working in the NHS and has managed today to join the group live today. So a huge round of applause for us all. Absolute fantastic um, work you're doing, Jen. So if the soul is the immortal part of us, We know that it is eternal. And if we have some paradigm or idea that there is a source, a god, a goddess, an eternal force of the universe, and people just call it the universe, the light. Most spiritual disciplines believe that a part of the light, a part of the source, comes to earth and inhabits within us, dwells within us. Now, my own personal kind of lens of this is that light wanted to experience itself. So light, that universal consciousness, source, God, goddess, divine, wanted to experience itself and so at some point fragmented and decided <laughs> or sent consciousness to dwell into a living form which is for me personally us animals all all living things have have a soul have an immortal part of them hi chris thanks for joining so this, the reason that I've brought the totem pole, the very patriarchal um, structure here, is that for me, my source, my energy, universal light, actually sits as a soul chakra, also known as the soul star, just above my crown. So if we think of the chakra system, the energy wheels that run through the body, and if we know that universal light flows through that energy system in the body, that chakra system, or comes up from the earth and flows up through the energy system and out. Again, this is my own personal experience, but you will have your own lens of this. My soul, light, 
sits just above my seventh chakra, the crown. And I personally believe that in each incarnation, each birthing, rebirth, my soul comes, sits above my crown and flows through my body. And then when I take my last breath in this incarnation, we'll go back up into this soul pod, for want of a better word, and return to source in order to get its next directive <laughs> or kind of mission for the next lifetime. So that's my own personal lens. It's quite abstract, but I do believe that the soul goes back up to source and kind of gets its instructions, its soul contracts to come and live in this next incarnation. Each one of us, our soul, our light has its own frequency, its own um, unique mi mission, path for this lifetime and its own contracts to fulfill. Now, if we take the abstract out of that, once the soul light is actually flowing through our carnate forms, our bodies, it is constantly giving us hints and messages of what our soul path is for this lifetime. Now, your soul will communicate with you in whatever way you need it to communicate in this current incarnation. And there are many ways that the soul can communicate. The soul can communicate by giving you a, just that kind of penny drop moment on a day-to-day -day basis of an inner knowing. You know when you just get a sense of, yep, I need to go to that place, or I need to meet that person, or I need to visit um, kind of that location today, or I need to change jobs now, or I need to move house now, or, you know, I need to phone up this person because I've got that sense that, that I need to. I would suggest that could be your inner knowing is your soul alerting you to the next step on this path. So it can communicate with you through an inner knowing. As we explored earlier in the week, the soul can communicate through body sensations. And certainly for me, because I am just so kind of ignorant <laughs> and quite honestly um, stubborn at times, um, that inner knowing wasn't strong enough for me. And so for me, Again, for me, I had to experience pain, the chronic pain of fibromyalgia, in order to wake up and listen to my soul. That is not to undermine people suffering with pain. That's just my own personal experience of it. So the, the soul can communicate through sensation. It doesn't have to be pain. It can be pleasure and joy. Say, yeah, you're on the right path. Please carry on. The soul can also communicate with us through dreams. And if we, pay, if we stay really awake to our dreams, we can receive quite a lot of messages from Source, God, the Divine, whatever you want to call it, and through from our own personal Divine Essence, the Soul. And just to digress on that slightly, or enhance that point a little bit more, the Soul does not bark orders at us. If our soul communicates with us in a, with a, a kind of a voice, we hear the voice of our soul, you will know it is your soul speaking if it speaks to you gently, 
and lovingly and kindly and compassionately. The soul does not bark orders. So some people do communicate with their souls through direct dialogue. They, they heal their souls speaking to them and they answer back and they, have, they, hear, they hear the voice of the soul. But the quality of that voice is always gentle. And just to um, kind of enhance again on what we discussed yesterday about the mind and talking about the ego, the ego also has a voice in us. And that voice takes the sound of our conditioning. So it will sound a lot like a parent, our, pa our birth parents' voice. It will sound a lot like our school teacher's voice. Um, I mean, being an ex-teacher, I, I take full responsibility and awareness of how I've spoken to students and they will um, still receive that voice in, in, their, in their heads via their ego. Or our religious teachers. So often our ego will have a very strong um, moral tone if we've been brought up in a strict Catholic environment. Not always, but often. Remember, the ego is not evil, it's not bad, it's not um, wicked in any way, it's, it's our, our wounding and our conditioning, and, it, and it's strong, it's strong. The soul does not sound anything like the ego voice. The soul is, is as I've said, gentle. It, it, start, it starts often in whispers, and in uh, whispers of encouragement, and yes, that's right, go on, go on. And then... Um, can also be quite firm, but compassionately firm and say, is that really the step you want to take? Are you sure you want to go in that direction? Or is there another way? But it never forces. The soul can also communicate with us through synchronicities and direct signs. Um, I think, again, I can only use talk from my own lens I think the soul because it is the same as it is one with source can request source God the goddess the universal intelligence to kind of I don't know ensure that our synchronicities or the coincidences we experience in life give us messages now again I'm not an expert in this but I've certainly experienced oh gosh well, the other day I was doing a ceremony and a fox came right up to my face and looked at me. And I, I know enough about spirit animals and that nature can, can come in our path in order to give us messages. So I came home, took some inquiry to what the spirit meaning is of encountering a fox and received a very direct message. So the soul can encourage animals to cross our path. Um, turn on the radio and we get a certain message through a song um, or we might go into browsing something on the internet and something utterly random pops up you know it's about thinking could this have a message for me or not but, but I do think the soul can use those those methods to communicate so your soul is unique to you you will develop your own relationship with your soul. You probably already have. 
because the soul also is the driver of our creativity. And to finish, I think that probably gives um, a pretty accurate kind of analogy of the soul. If we think of our physical form um, as, as the, the car, very beautiful car, the soul is kind of like the fuel that runs through the car, but also the driver. If we let it, if we let it, it will. So I hope that has supported you in some way today or got you thinking about how your soul, um, what your soul is and how your soul can start to communicate with you. And as always, um, this is just a stimulus. This is simply a, a, something to, for you to bring inquiry to. And what I would really love you to do is to comment about your own experiences of your soul but also how you see your soul, because it will be different for all of us. And Stephanie Jane, I think that might be Steph. I'm sure that is Steph, who I used to teach. If it is, hello. If it's not, welcome. Um, but it's been absolutely lovely to be with you this afternoon, you gorgeous people. And I am going to have a go at turning around the camera and to say good afternoon to you all thank you for being here thank you for contributing and tomorrow um the plan on a sunday i hope during this time of um of us being at home is to do a kind of devotional practice together so a meditation um for me it's prayer but that might not be something a word that you want to use a gathering together in our community in order to um, connect with that light that flows through us and our own light here um, and just bring some joy and peace and compassion and love in into our beings and into the sphere of our circle um, and as we do that we become a powerhouse and we send it out to our communities and then we send it out to our nation and then we send it out to the globe so we're kind of good power out power up tomorrow and power down and bring some of that healing energy into ourselves um, and also into our environment. So thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for coming from my heart space to yours. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Sacred Human podcast where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine. To learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.